Welcome to round two of the Nyat Invitational Tournament presented by August Red. I'm one of your co-hosts, Tom Nixon of the Nyat Rock Podcast out of the main. Here with me is my co-captain, first mate, John. Uh, yeah, reporting for duty. All right. Well, for the oh, next- I'm MC today too, though. Don't you are that. MC, yes. Right. M-C-S-E-A. There's a ding. Ooh, there it is. Yeah. So uh, here we are. We're going to see who sails on to the smooth 16 of this tournament, the NIT. Is it a smooth 16 or do we need something different like uh, sunken 16? Ooh, sunken swampy 16. 16? Uh, what was it? Swampy? Swampy. I don't know. Sunken. I like sunken 16. All right. Go with Sunken that. 16. I'm going to say that wrong though, I'm sure. <laughs> so uh, round two. This is exciting. Yeah. And as we did with the previous rounds, we have a guest today who I'm sure at least the listeners of the podcast who are in the Yacht Rock Facebook group will recognize the name. Uh, frequent contributor. I think one of my favorite contributors, and I've said this to his face because he's so knowledgeable about music. He turns us on to things we never knew or heard of before. So let's welcome to the show listener Derek, Derek Baker. Hey, Derek. Aloha, gentlemen. <laughs> Aloha. Ooh, Hawaii. Right. Coming in coming in yachty. Yes. Yeah. That's, that's what you call coming in yacht. Yeah. Pre Miami Vice. Yep. That's right. So we yeah, we bring the guests on in order to help us go through this tournament so that we're not necessarily picking all the winners and losers. And and each time we bring someone on, they've got sort of a different tilt to their their outlook. We had uh, Alex G from Yacht Rock Miami, and they have their own cultural sort of influence on what they do on their Yacht Rock channel. And then we had our man in Memphis. We had Mead, who uh, is probably one of the more stalwart guardians of the genre in the Facebook group, and he does it in the nicest fashion. So we like that. And Ter- Derek, um, I would say my take on your tilt is of the group, you seem to be the more. I would say the deep thinker, the more you're, you, you seem to be digging into what are the influences, what are the, where did Yacht Rock start? How did it sort of see its genesis even before, you know, what, what were the bands that started it? All of that stuff. You seem to really want to dig into that kind of stuff. Absolutely. And because my, my entry into Yacht Rock, interestingly enough, is as a child, I listened constantly to the greatest hits of the Alan Parsons project. So before I even knew Mm. what Yacht Rock was, and I was getting accustomed to those sounds through a completely different manner, you know, and it was only later when I got into bands like Ambrosia from their association with Alan Parsons that I began to understand the connections between all of these bands, these artists and into the personnel and then into Toto. And it just kind of ballooned out from there. Uh, but I've basically been a fan of Yacht Rock my whole life without even knowing it. Mm, so what's your ruling on Eye in the Sky? We've debated that one. It's, Wait, that might be in the tournament. It, or, or did it already get eliminated? It's, it's Yachty. I would say the the one from Alan Parsons' last record that he did with Jason Emraz, uh, Miracle, which has that Eye in the Sky vibe, is like a yacht, slightly yachtier take on that groove. All right. Interesting. Okay, cool. And where, where do you hail from? I am from North Texas. I was born in Garland, Texas, but I've lived in the Dallas area uh, most of my life. And, you know, I've traveled around a little bit since then. And soon I'll be a, a Tennessee dweller. But um, it's kind of funny that I come from this part of you know, Texas, because some people associated with the yacht scene have come from here too. I mean, they ended up going to California or, or other places, you know, to do their recordings and things. I mean, 
Eric Tag, I believe, is from this area. And, you know, Christopher Cross is from Austin. And, you know, Don Henley is from, you know, far east Texas. And then he, you know, got over there too and, you know, played with all those guys and um, uh, all of that. But it's just kind of funny that so many people that have touched the yacht genre have come out of this part, particular part of the world uh, where I am. And it's just an interesting coincidence that I happen to live here too. Maybe that's, maybe hmm. it's in my blood. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Yeah. Well, speaking of touching on the yacht genre, today is going to be a little <laughs> bit different because we are going off the map. Uh, and this is the counterpart. The NIT, obviously, in the basketball world, is the counterpart to the NCAA March Madness Tournament. We did our March Yachtness, Yacht Madness Tournament back in March. And so here we are with the NIT. This is the, as I said, the Nyat Invitational Tournament. So, John, this was your brainchild. What did we put together here and where are we now and how do we go forward? Okay, a uh, quick reset on the, the seating just came from my general observations of people's laments about the stuff that gets played on the Sirius XM Yacht Rock channel. I see stuff that gets posted in the Yacht Rock Facebook group that... Uh, you know, sparks debate stuff that's very clearly not yacht rock, and watching people get all upset when their song is told the, <laughs> they're told their song is yacht. Uh, but also, there've been compilations and playlists out there, whether it be the Now series or Spotify, um, and and there's just so many mistakes in those that we decided to sort of take all of those, find a few near misses off the Yatsky scale, those just below fifty points. Put mm-hmm. them all together, seed them up, make a tournament, and then we're going to go song by song, matchup by matchup, and uh, see which one is the uh, the shipwreck survivor, I guess, because I don't know that we're going to come up with a yachty song, but we're going to come up with the best of the least of the worst or something like that, <laughs> I think. <laughs> we should have thought this through before right. we started it. But, well, uh, we're in round two now, so we're kind of, we're stuck. Yep, we've got 32 songs left out of, we started with 68, four play-in games. Right. Um, we el- eliminated in our first round, parts one and two, we eliminated 32 of those. Right. 36, really. And so here we are. We got 32 left. We're going to get down to the sunken 16. Yes. Um, and Derek Baker's going to help us choose. Okay. And we're going to begin. Wait, oh, we need some wait, couple wait, wait, of more, what, what? little more table setting. One okay. is you will, you will get a veto. I am allowed one more veto. Oh, that's cool. You, I don't think you exercise your veto privilege in round one. Well, I do know that my song got knocked out based on your lack of using the veto when you clearly knew that Deeper Than the Night was a higher rated song. No, than, I did not. Uh, no, okay. okay. But speaking that, of that, but in a, a sealed envelope, yes. Tommy the Swami has picked his and predicted the winner of this tournament, just as you nearly did with the yep. NCAA, or not the NCAA, the March Yachtness tournament. Yes. Uh, you got down to the final four. My song is still standing. My single goal is to figure out which one that is and get it knocked out. Okay, well, you might have to use a veto to do so because <laughs> right. it's going to win. All right, so we have four regions, I guess. We should remind where we are, and then Derek can pick where we start. Okay, so we have four regions. We have the Niati But Nice region. We have a region called Stranded at Sea. We have one called Stuck on the Dock. And do I, do I have to say it? The, the Lost Buoys. The Lost Buoys. <laughs> yeah, boy. All right. All right. So that, that Lost Buoys is the last region. Pick a region and we're going to get started. Uh, I think we should all go get stuck at sea. <laughs> all right. Well, we had Stuck on the Dock or Stranded at Sea. So we're going to go Stranded at Sea. Stranded at Sea. Okay. We're going to start right smack dab in the middle of this bracket. And we have um, Jerry Rafferty's Right Down the Line, which Ooh. beat off, out an Eagles song, Tom. 
Uh, it's a number six seed, and it is going up against the number three seed, Dancing in the Moonlight. And we're going to go to you, Derek, to start this off. What do you think? Right down the line or Dancing in the Moonlight? I really like, <laughs> He's I really already like stumped. Dancing in the Moonlight. I really do. It's as somebody who loves and pays a lot of attention, especially to Proto Yacht stuff, I just think it's an important song. It's just, it would make me feel very bad to drop it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, yeah. Isn't okay. it funny, though, Tom, how everybody's first, when you ask them their first matchup, their first sound out of their mouth is. <sighs> <laughs> yes, I know. I'd, I'd have the same sound. I, I think I'd I'd be able to live with getting rid of Jerry Rafferty as much as I defended him in the last round. But this isn't uh, your so, pick, though. I know. I'm just asking. Is this your final answer? This is like millionaire yeah, now. I, we got all the game show bits. Nothing against Jerry Rafferty, but I think we'll let's do the world a favor and drop him. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. All right. All right. Well, Dancing in the Moonlight's like one of those songs when you first discover what you think is Yacht Rock that's yes. like in the heavy rotation. So it's like, it's near and dear to your heart. For sure. Mm-hmm. For sure. All right. Well, give me an easy one. Well, we've avoided um, Jerry Rafferty on Jerry Rafferty Crime, but let's look at this other matchup. Mm. That would be uh, number two seed, Baker Street, mm-hmm. which didn't really have a tough matchup in the first round, beating out Boys of Summer from said Don Henley of... Uh, your area Texas. there, Derek. Yeah. Um, but okay, Baker Street is going up against Thank You for Being a Friend. Oh, my God. That's another favorable matchup. Yeah. Because you know I like Andrew Gold. I do. You know I like Golden Girls. I like all sorts of gold things. Oh, don't, um, make me, don't make me say it. <laughs> um, but I think because based on strength of opponent... Mm-hmm. I think Baker Street is going through. Here oh comes your veto. I know it's coming. Oh, man. <laughs> Sorry. Strength of opponent. You play who's on the schedule, right? Yeah, I'm going to let that one. I'm going to let it survive purely on seeding. Um, That's a tough one because yes. it's in my last yep. name, too. Yeah, that, too. Okay, Baker well, Street. Oh, yep. Baker has survived. Derek Baker Street has survived. Yes, we'll All right. Okay, let's move up in this region. We're still stranded at sea. And now... Um, Let's see. Which one do I want to do? All right, Derek, I'm going to go with this one because I don't think this one's as obvious as it seems. So I'd like to get your thoughts on this one. The number one seed in this region is somebody's baby, Jackson Brown. Seems like a no-brainer, but I don't know. This one. This one's coming in fast, coming in late. This one's uh, rising. Sad eyes. Robert John. That was a nine seed. Feels low at this point. Sad eyes is a good song, but you're, I mean, we... It was established, I think, in an earlier episode of this cast that somebody's baby is really the yachtiest non mm-hmm. non certified song out there, and it really should be certified in some way. So, can I just? I don't know if I can dr- justify dropping somebody's baby under no matter who it's up against. That's the all trick. right. <laughs> Chalk them in. It is I, the highest rated Nyat Rock song. That's like 49.75, I think. Yeah. Hence, it's seeding. So, this is the tournament's number one overall seed. By the way, did you know that we discovered a version of Sad Eyes done by Ambrosia? Late stage Ambrosia, 2017. But did you know that existed? That's news to me. I'd love to hear it. Yeah. 
Yeah, but there's also a version. So somehow Spotify or something got completely confused because there is a version also attributed to Ambrosia that is clearly the exact same version as Robert John. Yes. Yep. But there's also a compilation of, like, of some re-records where Ambrosia did actually record without David Pack. But yep. so that's like 2014. But there is an older version on like a 70s compilation that claims that it's Ambrosia, but it's the same version. I don't get well, it. Well, since we have to say goodbye to Sad Eyes, play a little of the Ambrosia version right here if you will. Okay, let's uh, let's finish out the region. Stranded at sea. Uh, we're going back to you, Tom, and um, yes. I saved this little nugget for you. Um, you got, I mean, yacht royalty <laughs> right here. Kenny Loggins, celebrate me home. Mm. Up against one of your perennial favorites. We don't talk anymore. Cliff oh, Richard. Jeez, why you gotta play me like this? <laughs> I do. <laughs> oh, you done me dirty, Kenny. I was ready to just say Kenny Loggins. Go ahead, Mister King. Yeah, well, of he all had kings. an upset over Paul Davis's "I Go Crazy," so he went yeah. he went ahead purely on the name Loggins. Now, why did you put this song in? Was it is it not rated? Is it below fifty? Do you remember? Uh, because uh, I saw it on a compilation, but I thought it'd be interesting to have some. Nyat Loggins and see what the Loggins name alone could do. And so far it knocked out a much higher seed in Paul Davis's uh, I Go Crazy. So what happens here? Uh, well, tell me what the seeds are because uh, I already have my pick. Celebrate Me Home is a 12. We Don't Talk Anymore is a 4. Um, oh my God. This feels like an upset to me, but I'm going chalk. So I think actually I would have thought Celebrate Me Home would be the higher seed, but I, I'm going with that Cliff Richard tune. There's something about it. I don't know. All right. It's under my skin. Sorry, Kenny. I can agree with I actually uh, agree with that. Uh, nice. All right. Well, then that means uh, we're going to close out that region, and we are going to move on to the Lost Buoys. Lost Buoys. Okay. Might be the last time I have to say that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, what one looks fun? We're going to go to the, we'll go with the most difficult one for Derek here. Um we're going to go, this is a 4-5 matchup. So both of these top seeds went through. Kiss You All Over beat, uh, in the first round, Vahivara. And Heart of the Night from Poco beat uh, Linda Ronstadt's Easy For You To Say. So we've got Kiss You All Over, a 5 seed, against Heart of the Night, a 4 seed. Nothing easy about this one. This is this is squeaky bottoms time right now. Yeah, this is. Of, I'll take it if you want. Heart of the Night has... <laughs> I don't know. To me, it has a slightly yachtier flow overall. That's probably very subjective. I know some people who have that song very near and dear to their heart, even though it came out um, maybe a little bit outside the era box-wise. They just kind of... You see it on a lot of compilations too, right? But Yes. Um, yeah. It's one of the few songs that Poco really did that might actually qualify as Yachty. I, I forget which one of the four rated it higher. I think somebody rated it higher than 50 um, on the Yacht or Not list. Could be wrong, but I I could see how it might make it. All right. Going with Heart of the Night then. Final answer. Yes. In the heart of the night. In the heart of the night. 
I agree with that. Don't I you? agree with it. Oh, my God. Yeah. My heart almost skipped a beat. I was like, don't knock out the Poco. I figured that that's why you wanted to take it, but yeah. uh, that, that is not allowed. I'm not even like a deep Poco fan or anything. I'm not I'm not trying to be the arbit- arbitrator of uh, um, righteousness here and um, objectivity. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, there's also the sexy sax component to yes. that song, which puts it on the yacht yes. for me. So Agreed. Very good, good recording, too, man. Smooth. Yep. Yep. Okay, let's uh, let's see, Tom, what you do with this one. We had a play-in game. We had an air supply play-in game. Mm. And Lost in Love beat out Making Love Out of Nothing at All to get into the tournament and then proceeded to knock out a higher seed in Bread's Make It With You. So now we have the 11th seed, Lost in Love, in round two, going up against a number three seed, England Dan John Ford Coley's Never Have to Say Goodbye Again. Mmm... I, I I like the Cinderella story of uh, that Air Supply tune. I feel like that's a little bit out of character for Air Supply. You know, it opens with the like the acoustic guitar thing and acapella harmonies. You know, kick in. It's so um, for that reason, all of those reasons, it's yacht yacht. By the way, yeah, that's true. Uh, and I love the tune. I gotta go though with because they do have some songs on the boat. I just feel like this is closer to being yachty. I'm going with the the dynamic duo. They're both duos. Oh. Yeah, but the one <laughs> what is explicitly a duo? <laughs> Air supply at one point was a five piece, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, so that means you're going with England Dan. Okay. Yep, I am not, it's good. You avoided the veto there. Yeah, it's I mean, there's a there's a guitar break, and we never have to say goodbye. That reminds me a lot of Jay Graydon's tone and stuff. Yeah, so it's, yeah. It's kind of hard for me to to give it give give up uh, on them as opposed to Air Support. Songs are pretty similar in feel if you let them run through your head, though. You mm-hmm. know? Yeah, they're kind of mid-tempo, yeah. strummy yeah. at parts, but yeah. All right, but okay. I have no qualms. Good, we're in agreement. All right, Derek, we're going to move to you now. We, we have a 210 matchup in the Lost Buies uh, region. I thought you said that was going to be the last time you had to say that. It was the last time I had to say it, not the last time <laughs> not, I was going to say it. Now you just want I don't it. feel any pressure now. I don't laugh when I say it there's no pressure. Yeah. Right. Okay, we have a number two seed, Climax Blues Band, Couldn't Get It Right. Going up against the number 10 seed, also the Climax Blues Band, and that is I Love You. So number two, number 10, Climax Blues, Couldn't Get It Right, or I Love You. So no matter what, Climax Blues Band is in the Sunken 16. Yes. Love it. I heard that interview last episode, too. Very interesting story there. Um, yeah, it was. Let's. I, that's That's hard for me, but let's. I think I'd have to drop I Love You probably um, between the two. It's kind of a toss up for me. I, mm-hmm. I've heard this. I've listened to both songs a few times, but I don't know. I just lean a little bit more toward the former here. I, I could be wrong. Yeah, it's all subjective. So there's no right or wrong. Just yes or vetoed. Are you guys in agreement or disagreement about that? Boy, I'm debating the veto power here. So Hard to I, what use a I th- veto on a 210. What I think about the couldn't get it right feels like more like the Dr. Hook uh, disco-y kind of yacht 
Yeah. Whereas the other one gotcha. maybe is a little too small. It's a little too slow and ballady, but I don't well, know. He's trying just, to talk. Now he's trying to talk me out of the veto. No, no, no. I, I, I have would, a feeling one of these two songs is your pick. So <laughs> no, uh, well maybe, but I, I would veto it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm going to let it go through. Number okay. two, I can't. I'm fine with it. Two seed with that. Uh, I'm I personally like I Love You Better, but I'm not sure that it's the Yachtier of the two, so I'm going to let it slide. Same, 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 right. same. Then that gets us back to the 1-9 matchup in this. Uh, Thunder Island had the minor upset over time passages to uh, make it in to round two, number nine seed, going up against the number one seed of this region, and that is Brandy. What I like about the matchup is they're both so, like, stereotypical in yacht, yeah. right? Is yeah. that... Like, like some of those first ones that popped to people's minds, and exactly you know, they, they couldn't be more wrong. Right, it could be like just a Jimmy Buffett tune. Um, but going back to my early indoctrination when I discovered Yacht Rock, what I thought was Yacht Rock, this Brandy tune was everywhere. So to me, it has the yachty feels just from the uh, nostalgia factor of probably 2015 when I started getting into this stuff. So mm-hmm. that's going through number one seed advances. I think it has the proto feels going. Mm-hmm. Derek, your thoughts on that one? Uh, I I kind of want to drop Brandy because out of all the different proto yacht stuff, I see it show up so much on compilations, kind of like Baker Street, you know. And my my first instinct is to um, just you know knock it <laughs> knock it down a little yeah. bit because a it's overplayed to me but two i mean something like beginnings by chicago which came out i think two or three years before it to me would probably be closer to certification than something like brandy but hmm. just yeah. my as far as you know the vibe goes so that's just mine we told you we told you listener derek was a cerebral um yeah. philosopher of yacht rock and there it is i've seen that opinion multiple times that a lot of people think chicago's beginnings is the very first song that charted really highly that has an almost yacht flavor or feeling to it what's the uh, chicago tune that you think that the roots are was it call me calling me calling me or goodbye from like 73 74 yeah Okay. They have the they have the horns like. Okay, we're, we've got the, the one side of the bracket done. So the matchups that we will be seeing next week, somebody's baby has to go up against. We don't talk anymore, Tom. Mm. Uh, we've got dancing in the moonlight is going to go up against Baker Street. That's a two three. Brandy and Heart of the Night will match up a one and a four, and never have to say goodbye and couldn't get it right. We'll go up against each other at 2-3. So a lot of high seeds. Yeah, I'm starting to feel some yacht vibes finally. Yeah, maybe a little bit. Maybe yep. a little bit. The winds are changing. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, it gets a ding. Yep. All right. The, uh, the tide is turning. Ooh. Okay. I just wanted a ding. Anyway. Okay. Move along. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Niati but nice or stuck on the dock? Derek, you choose. Let's go with stuck on the dock. Let's get stuck over there now. All right. 
Let's see. What do we got that looks fun here? Well, they all look fun. Well, we'll start right with the very, very top then. Derek, we have this uh, 1-9 matchup. So, again, the one seed has made it through. I don't think we've had a one seed really show any weaknesses yet. Nope. This night won't last forever, and we're referring to the Bill LeBounty version. Secondary, we could be referring to the August Red version. You choose. And yeah. that yeah. is going up <laughs> against <laughs> the number 9 seed, which also won a play-in game. Doobie Brothers, South City Midnight Lady beat out another park another Sunday to get this slot. And again, was able to get into uh, round two. It beat Sail On. So now we have South City Midnight Lady, and this night won't last forever. Well, this night won't last forever is a wonderful song, and every cover of it has been wonderful and just <laughs> extremely, uh, basically perfect, in my opinion. So Yeah, even recent covers, wouldn't you yes, say? Re- I would say the most recent cover... <laughs> Um, is probably the best cover I've heard of it so far. It was all uh, in the mix, all in the mix. Yeah. <laughs> well, he did more than mix it now that I think about it. That's, absolutely. All right. All right. Let's, so what let's do you have th- a pick here. We're getting bogged down. Labonte? Yeah. Let's get. Let's give Labonte a push. All right. I love it. All right. The Desperate Divorcee. Moves on. <laughs> All righty, Tom. Let's go to a uh, number six seed. New kid in town. We know you love your Eagles. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you no su- apology. Yeah, but you put. Uh, I remember you put through still the one by Orleans. Did not have a difficult matchup in the first round, knocking out Fogelberg's longer. Yeah. So now, does still the one have the staying power to beat out new kid in town? Um. Nope. Nope. No, I, t- I I like still the one. It just does not feel even close to yeah, so far off the boat that an Eagle song is going to beat it, especially Very this good. Eagle song. So send him through. Yeah, I can't veto that one because well, you know why. He made the case. I made the case. All right, Derek, mm-hmm. tough one here. We saved the five four for you. Um, another Paul Davis tune, "Sweet Life," uh, made it to round two, and that um, is going up against uh, Dave Mason's. We just disagree. I see we get we just disagree posted a lot in the yacht group. I see it on and uh, you know Christian Grant. He you know he shares a lot of those uh, compilations that I've seen. You know from yeah. the seventies, I've seen it shown up on like four or five of those. So it's right in that group along with Baker Street that shows up a lot, but it probably shouldn't be there necessarily. It has yep. It has an underlying group that could be kind of. But I think I'd probably Yeah, once it gets into it, right? Uh, I might I think I kinda wanna drop it here. All right. So what's arrived? I've already not uh, Paul off. Davis. Paul nah, Davis Sweet that's Life. Right. That's a good tune. Mm-hmm. That's a good yeah, tune. Yeah. Those two are pretty close in terms of yacht level, I think. They're right but there. But I agree with Derek. So, but simple, or what is it called? Uh, sweet Life? Sweet it's life. not been cliched the way that we just disagree has. Correct. So. Mm-hmm. All righty. Then that leaves us to uh, Lonesome Loser. I've heard of that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. He's the loser, but he keeps on trying, which is why yep. I made it the second round. And uh, that's a seven seed. And now we've got the uh, perennial Hall & Oates question. She's gone, which is the number two seed in the region. Who goes through? Who goes down? She's gone. Is he gone? Ooh. Have you heard 
Yes. Again, I can't use my veto on that because you know my <laughs> thoughts on Philly Soul being on the boat, and it yeah. doesn't work for me. Derek is uh, in a jubilation agreement, it looks like. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I love Lonesome Loser. It's such a great yes. song. I don't care how they categorize it. To me, it, to me, it should be certified as yacht somewhere. It, it should get 10 points just on the title. I mean, that is such a <laughs> yeah. good title for a yacht rock song, isn't right. it? I don't find it particularly yachty, but I love this song Same. so Those much. harmonies, yeah. I think, that really sell it. Yep. Exactly. Exactly. And it's one of those that always makes me wonder from a, uh, a record making um, process. Did they cut the acapella vocals at the beginning like that? Or did they just lift it from the chorus, soloed out, and then edit it onto the front later on? I wonder. That's, it was that. You think so? I don't know. <laughs> All right. Let's, uh, let's go on to the Nyadi, but nice region. All right. Um, who's up here? Tom? No, I think uh, Derek oh, is. Derek's up. Okay. I picked the lonesome loser. Number two seed, we have an instrumental. The instrumental question goes to you. Number two, Rise, which Uh-oh. beat out Careless Whisper. So it's a two seed. And that's going up against another Eagles song that we don't even know why it's here, but it's Tequila Sunrise. We're talking Rise by Albert, correct? Correct. Yes. You know, I have that record. I would have swat if I could have picked any song from the record, it would have been rotation or something probably for me, but rise is a great song. Um, yeah. yeah. Rise was the hit. Back rise in the was day. the hit. Yep. Yeah. It's really hard for me to take Albert out because, you know, of his connection with Gino Benelli and all those other guys, you know, I really think mm-hmm. he deserves a place somewhere or at least more recognition. So I think I'll rise is kind of yachty to me. So I'll give it the edge here. Agreed. Love it. All right. The A in A&M Records goes through. Yes. Is Gino Vanelli even in this tournament? No. We're just assuming that it should have been certified so it doesn't belong here. I guess. (laughs) It's a good question. All right. Let's start over. Derek, thanks. We'll call you back in a few weeks. Yeah. I got to receive. I got to rethink this whole thing. (laughs) Uh, As will be evidenced by this next matchup. Tom, uh, James Taylor, your smiling face. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and got this one off of the uh, now compilation, Ario Speedwagon. Keep on loving <laughs> you, which is in the second round. I must uh, point out. Yeah, because it went against Hoob Coconut. Yes, exactly. So, um, can I just chalk in Gino Vanelli, like as a you know yeah, maybe can we do that? How about we do that and we'll say that um, there was a COVID breakout on the James Taylor tune, and so we needed a sub. All right, which one are we putting in? Gino Vanelli. But which song? Oh, the, uh, the, um... I Just Want to Stop? Yeah, I Just Want to Stop. All right, that one's going in. (laughs) I love this tournament now. Because neither one of those songs, as much as I've defended JT, that song does not belong, (laughs) as much as Gino Vanelli does. Well, it was highly irregular, Derek, but um, there was a COVID outbreak with the James Taylor team. So that team advanced but had to get disqualified. So now Gino Vanelli's I Just Want to Stop is in its place. Yeah. Highly irregular. Very irregular. (laughs) Yes. Okay. That is going to be interesting as we move along. (laughs) <laughs> now, if that's Watch your, it win the whole thing. If that's in your envelope, then we, this whole thing is a sham. It There's is. a lot of love for I Just Want to Stop in the Yacht Rock group. I've seen even the, the people who normally detract saying, oh, I love that song so much. It's gonna yeah. 
Just recently, I, there's been a lot of activity yeah. along those lines. So, yeah, anyway, yeah. very appropriate. Hey, okay. We um, listen to the people. Let's see what Derek thinks on this one. Uh, Tom thinks that You Can Do Magic is an extremely yachty song. I'd never said such a thing. Oh, okay. <laughs> anyway, it's a 12 seed in the second round of this tournament, and it has a matchup, tough matchup, against a number four seed, Key Largo. <laughs> I almost laugh when I say that one. That's a Yacht Rock Blue Blood right there. Isn't it, though? Uh, I really just want to get rid of Key Largo. It's like, it's like, it's like, I had a veto. I just, it's, it's on, it's on the yacht rock stations. It gets played. I don't really, I think it's, it's Marina rock at best. It's, it's never been yachty. It's like him or, you know, a lot of other stuff. It just doesn't work. At least not. All right. So are you kicking him off? He's getting off this boat. All right. I wish I had a veto. You want, can I borrow your veto? Uh, no, no. Okay. I'm, I'm debating whether I want to use it though, but I don't know, man. Wait, what's what advanced? I forgot. Well, temporarily, you can do magic is in the next round. Ooh, yeah. Um, but you know what? I, I, you know, it isn't a veto if you don't use it. So I'm going to use it. <laughs> Kiara's right. going through. Nice. <laughs> and <laughs> wait, for the record, Derek, I agree with everything you just said, but so I have this I. like soft spot for Bertie Higgins. I just don't. I can't explain I it. I, I can't either. I can't He's either. He's a sweet guy. Got to let him go through. Oh, I, I <laughs> I'm almost more interested in to see what happens in the next matchup down the line with that song than, you know. Right. P- plus, it's going to face you, off we, against we Gino Vanelli. We know what You Can Do Magic did. It knocked out my pick, Deeper Than the Night, by Olivia Newton-John. So, uh, a little bit of comeuppance. Right. I am. Final matchup. Final matchup, fellas. Uh, the number one seed. Will this number one seed continue to survive? So far, they all have. This is Escape. The Pina Colada song Ooh. versus Miracles, Jefferson Starship, all seven minutes of it. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, I, on the last time we talked about that song, I confessed or professed. Pro, what did I do? I said Something. how much I loved the song, Miracles, and, yeah. uh, for the first four and a half minutes anyway. <laughs> and I know if there's a representation of what Nyat Rock is, it's the Pina Colada song, right? Yeah. So yeah. It's so cliche. It's everything that uh, Derek said about Key Largo, only more. Right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that, that's true. But I do have also said there are so many elements of you just forget all of the stuff that you knew about him in that song in the lyrics and just listen to the. It's kind of got some yachty underpinnings. I'm letting it go through. Sorry. Sorry, world. All right. All the number one seeds have made it through. Let's uh, let's do a Chalk. recap of this side of the bracket. So that means that, uh, well, the end, the matchup I had anticipated is now Escape and Key Largo will battle it out in the next round. Ooh. Rise has to go up against the latecomer, Gino Vanelli's I Just Want to Stop. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Bill the Bounty, This Night Won't Last Forever, goes up against Paul Davis, Sweet Life. Okay. And New Kid in Town is going to go up against Lonesome Loser. So that, that is going to be a very interesting bracket yes, it next is. week. Mm-hmm. Very interesting. Well, cool. Well, Derek, you done good. You did get vetoed once, but I thought you uh, you brought your A game today. Uh, I yes. I was just surprised, honestly, that even without having to re-listen to everything, that I knew just in my head I could go through all the songs again. Even though Is that a good thing or a bad thing? Maybe. Well... <laughs> <laughs> it's, I listen to so many genres of music and I've, I mean, I got into music through progressive rock and bands like Camel and yes. And a lot of that stuff. And 
Dream Theater's Images and Words was like my high school album. But um, I guess, you know, I've always had a, a place in my heart for Yacht, and those songs never really leave you once you hear them once or twice. That's true. Yep, true. Well, speaking of songs that you like and want to present to us, why don't we move on to the all Derek Baker lightning round? John, cue the sound effect. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oh, yeah. Coming in hot. Zatch. All right. We are going to start with a uh, float your boat. And just a quick reset on that is Derek has a song for us that is, uh, in his mind, an interesting debate as to whether it should be certified a Yacht Rock song or not. And we generally just kind of give our opinions on how yachty the song feels to us. So what do you got for float your boat? Well, most of the songs that are rated below the 40s, you know, most of the time it's very hard to to disagree with any of the original team, you know, JD and co, you know, about mm-hmm, a particular mm-hmm. song, but one that I always have disagreed with them on, because I don't know if they ever really listened to it thoroughly was heart hotels by Dan Fogelberg. It has a really yachty piano underpinning. There's a cool keyboard pseudo sax solo with some percussion, you know, some um, kind of, I, I guess like congas and stuff that kind of come in a little bit in the second half, it just smooths out the further the song goes. And it's got a cool orchestral underpinning kind of like sailing as by Christopher cross, but, but it's got a little energy. It's got a nice smooth flow. I just think that it should be on the boat. It lead, or at least it should be above 50, but it's like rated somewhere between 30 to 42 across the board. Let's give a quick listen to a little bit of that. It's like the song is like a flower that just kind of blossoms or something. It starts off, you know, in almost a soft rock mode with those piano chords. But as it goes in and develops, the smoothness starts to kind of come in like a tidal wave. What was the score on this song? Um, It's on, I'd have to double check. Upper 30s. Yeah. But while he's looking that up, that's an excellent call. I had never uh, put the, or connected the dots to sailing and I probably never would have, but now that I hear that, that's a great analog. You know, as I have it here going on, it's beautiful in the headphones here. And it made me think of, um, heart of the night. Poco is kind of in that area too. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, this one, a hundred percent floats my boat. I would put it darn near 70. I think I could see why it isn't. I think maybe it takes too long to get there for their minds. Um, Mm -hmm. But uh, I'd like to see how low they had it. I might put it in the mid forties. I'm not sure if I put it in. It, shame on you. You know, I know, I know. Veto. I don't know. It's 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 a little more like anthemic and sophisticated. It builds almost like a film score and all that. And it, that does that part. That aspect of it doesn't feel yachty to me. It's dramatic. You know. It's just interesting to me because when I hear a song that isn't soft rock and it's not progressive rock and it's not you know eighties 
high tech AOR or something like Starship was doing, you know, at the end of the 80s, it doesn't really fall into a, a, a certain box. It's like, where do you put a song like Card Hotels that has so many yeah. different elements, but the production is warm and smooth and it's not over digital. And, you know, Fogelberg is a great writer and, you know, a lot of his stuff touches the art world. And it's just, this is the one song that he did that I felt came closest. But Yeah. Yeah. I know, I know where I would put a song like that. On the boat, on, on the, the boat. boat. So thirty-four point two five was the composite Yatsky score okay. for that. So I'd go All a right. little higher. All right. Well, this I'm look, been looking forward to this. A buried treasure from somebody who specializes in buried treasures. Derek, what do you got for us? Are you going super obscure or are you going, oh my God, I forgot, I forgot about that classic. Well, hit. instead of doing the usual, because I had choices, there was everything but the girl and Bernardo's and a lot of the guys I like to drop, you know. It was it was either Soul Detective from uh, Bernardo's, but the one that I ended up choosing is it kind of relates to who we brought up earlier. You know, we went think about um, Robert John with Sad Eyes, right? Well, Robert John's last record that he did in 1980, which doesn't really have any particularly notable personnel on it besides um, Ed Green, I think, on drums on one track. There's a song on side two. Um, the whole record, by the way, back on the street from 1980 is very yachty in general. It's, or it's like if Frankie Valley and the four seasons did a pure yacht record. And there's a song on side two called winner take all that in my opinion is a yacht, really yachty balladic. I know I won't lose cause I know Well, you aren't kidding about the Frankie Valli uh, doing the yacht record sound there. That's a great find, man. Wow. Never heard that tune. I don't think in my life, but that's a great one. I'm going to check out this record. Yeah, there's sure. a. The other reason I brought up Frankie Valli is I think he actually does a cover of Sherry on that. He does. Too. There it is. Yeah, his voice yep. is so ridiculously high. I think only Barry Gibb competes with that. <laughs> He covered a Bill of Bounty song too. Did you know that? I I did. It just said, it's like Robert John is so weird though. He's not really a yacht figure, but he ties in in weird ways to the scene over the three or what couple of records that he did. Plus he did what? Didn't he do the lion sleeps tonight? Like in the early, early seventies or the late sixties. Yeah. I could definitely hear his voice doing that. I mean, he's a, uh, is definitely not a household name either. So mm. that's a good pick. Just so interesting. Okay, so the last category we have is what we call off the map, and that is picking a song that we know is definitively not Yacht Rock, but it might come from a different era, might come just uh, something that we think connects in some way, maybe sonically it would sit nice on a playlist with some other Yacht Rock stuff. Uh, what do you got for that? Well, this one, uh, I decided to go into the modern era a little bit because cool. it's not a yacht artist, but the record, if you put Michael McDonald on vocals on some of the stuff here, it could, you could totally see it being a pure, purely yacht track. And the thing that I have in mind is uh, Brian McKnight put out a record back in 2013, I believe called More Than Words. And there's a couple of songs on it that are, uh, fairly yachty one not the one i'm featuring one is a, is a real strong send up to steely dan but 
there's uh, another track here called let somebody love you which is one word that really has that almost doobie bounce to it I could hear I could hear Michael McDonald sing that tune for sure. Yeah. Nice find. Nice. Yeah. Nice work. I I knew you had it in you. I was confident Derek was gonna bring it on the lightning round today. And you did don't ever underestimate Brian McKnight. He did he's done a lot of yacht covers. He had a Facebook live streaming series for a while where he would cover a lot of yacht artists. I think he even covered Michael McDonald or What a Fool Believes at one time and did a lot of other mm. stuff. So dude is cool. in there for sure. Cool. I could hear him pulling that off for sure. Mm-hmm. And David Foster loves him. Oh, oh, well, there you go. He's in. Well, Derek, thank you so much for joining us on the NIT. You've helped us select the Sunken 16. So right. we're going to have a guest on next week that's going to help us finish this off and, and I guess crown something. We don't know something. what. I'll be tuning in. I'm hoping we figure it out by then. <laughs> no, thank you guys so much for having me on. I'm always tuning in and feel free to uh, have me on some other time. I love, I love this series. Will do. Well, Amen. if you know how right. to tune in to the Yacht Rock podcast, how would you tune out of a Yacht Rock podcast? Uh, probably something like uh, maybe maybe Ahoy Poloy. <laughs> That's it. <laughs>